You're listening to Fresh Out of Experts. A show that mines the rich archive of Reddit to supply you with advice on dating, relationships, and love. My co-host Eleanor and I are not experts. We're merely people who survived dating in our 20s and 30s. Now that we're married, we want to share what we've learned. In each episode, my co-host Andy and I tackle the most common, comical, and when we're lucky, outlandish questions from r slash dating and more. So find a comfortable chair, pull on a warm sweater, and sip your favorite beverage while you listen to us dig into the stickiest dating questions the internet has to offer. Hello. What's good, baby? Is that too hard? Just, you know, pretty aggressive. Wait, What's good? The podcast. What's good, baby? No, that's okay. I'm good. <laughs> With not having that. Why not? <laughs> we never get to have fun stuff. Yeah, right. right. That's what it is. <laughs> but this is no fun at all time. We never, ever get to have fun stuff. Sure. Sure. Before you go on, I want to ask you a question. Please. What do you think of using... So a lot of these dating apps have friend connected connection components, right? So like you can actually find friends in a new city rather than necessarily a date. Would you ever consider going on to one of these apps to use it for that purpose? No, I would never do that. But I, I would never go on one of these dating apps, but I would definitely like be set up or like, and I have been in the past on like a male friend date. You Um, have multiple times. Yeah. Since we even moved or since you moved to Seattle. I've been been set up on male friend dates a couple times for sure. And I'm happy to go on them. I I think that's like a great way to do it, especially because like Seattle's just hard. And like I'm in my mid thirties and we're professionals and people, it just, people don't have that much time. I don't want to spend that much time. So I want to socialize, but I don't want to spend that much time socializing. And so it's, it makes it a lot harder to like socialize when you want, when you don't have like a lot of friends. And I would definitely do the, I would definitely go on more of those, but I, I wouldn't like download Bumble to start meeting dudes. I, there's no way. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure. Gonna, like start chatting with weird dudes, like random <laughs> dudes on the internet and be like, yo, bro, what are you into? It's so funny. I like, I am sure. I would rather go to like a meetup. Yeah. Like find a activity or thing that you're really interested in and just like go to meetups about that. Yeah. Can I, if I can be forward, I think one of my concerns about that though is I've seen you do that frequently and I don't see those people frequently re-engaged. Yeah. It's like, cause it really is a, it really is a date. It's like dating someone, which is (laughs) hard. And I don't want to socialize that much. I like not socializing that much anymore. Like when I used to drink and smoke a lot, like just drinking and getting high with someone is like pretty chill and doesn't really matter who you're doing it with. Like the co- the quality of the, the right. conversation and the quality of the company doesn't matter as much. But when you like are dead sober, like it's like dating dead sober. Like you can't just get drunk and fuck and be like, whatever. It, and it's awkward. Like if you don't mesh with someone, if you don't have like interests and like really want to do a lot with them, it, it, it is awkward. Like I used to hang out with Tony pretty frequently and that was more or less like we just started hanging out and I had to be, I had like, I had to take initiative and like, you know, text him and like invite him over for dinner and like, 
you know, make a point to like clear up my Saturday to go rafting with him, like stuff like that, that like took effort and, and it worked out. And I really liked Tony. And then of course he left, which like, you know, I've had a couple friends come and go, which sucks. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, like when you only have four or five friends and like two of them leave in a year, it's like, fuck that like just dwindled my friend. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's, um, a, that's a good point. We do. We have lost. We've lost some good ones to the old yeah. move. R.I.P. 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 Little Saint. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it, no, it's it, it's more hard. It's harder already. And then we have we live in an urban environment, and I don't know what it's like in in you know my hometown. I'm sure there's not as much turnover. You know, like it's just urban America where you're like I'm moving specifically to Seattle for a job usually, and. Like if that if I that job doesn't work out, like there's not really a good reason for me to stay. Yeah, and well, so all the, all the people that I know that grew up here, they don't hang out with transplants that right, like, moved right. here a year ago. Right. They hang out with their high school high school friends. Like yeah. all of them. Yeah. And I mean, they even, have like three high school friends that they hang out with and they don't. And, and Seattle is a, uh, a rotating door of people coming in and out all the time. So if you wanted to make new friends all the time, you could. And they the local Seattle people do not do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I am convinced the Seattle freeze is real. Oh, it's 100% real. I absolutely. No, I too like moved here during a phase in my life where I was less social. So like, I get it. Like there's, it, also there's some of me and some of it. A big thing about the freeze too is um, there is a neighborhood freeze too. Like, what do you mean? Well, Seattle is like kind of a weird city where it's, it's like not that big, but it's sort of spread out into certain sections that like, because of the water, we're, we're basically like a big hallway of a city. And if you live at one end of the hallway and your friend lives at the other end, you're probably never going to see him. Like er once Eric moved to South, like South Seattle, he lives like a half hour away. Like we rarely ever see each other. Yeah. Now. I don't know. I mean, I do think there's something to, to that in, um, Seattle, but that's every urban environment. I've of ever course been in. it is. It like, is like in New York, when I was living in New York, you New go York's on probably terrible. You go on a date with somebody and they're like, like you live in sunset park and they live in prospect park and you're like oh that's cool like that's doable there's like some train situation we can make work or some bus situation we can make work and then they're like yeah so i'm thinking about moving to harlem and you're just like well i'll never see you again like there's no I mean, that's like a feasible if way you have to commute like an hour away to see a, a, a that's a long distance relationship yeah it literally it literally at times like i was at tacoma is. i was in a long distance relationship when i was in boston and my boyfriend was in new york and like i'm not joking it was probably about the same a level of effort as if like yeah. i had moved to harlem yeah, yeah. Okay, let's let's get into the question. Yeah, let's let's do it. I want to preface this. Sometimes I just like go into a fugue state when I'm pulling questions and I pull them from different Reddit threads, right? So like there's r slash dating, there's r slash relationships, there's like, you know, there's a lot of places to go. I pulled this one and upon reading it today, I realized it's not really a relationship it's like, it's like a foot question. Fetish question. No. <laughs> it's like just like it's just a little tangential to relationships. So I'm just gonna read it. We're gonna do it, but I and I still think it's an interesting question. It's just yeah. I just wanna be 
up front. When you when you read it and you hear it, you're going to be like, hmm. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Is it provocative? I wouldn't say so. I mean, like, it's not like thought provoking in any way. Okay, well, now you're just like <laughs> prejudging it. So, Eleanor, you didn't pull a thought provoking well, uh, uh, no, question. No, I was saying all. What I was saying is like, as long as it's thought provoking, then we're all good. I think it's thought provoking. Great. User roommate arg writes, I'm a 28 year old man and have been with my 26 year old girlfriend for two years. About six months ago, I moved into an apartment with two girls who I lived with in college. We don't live in the best area, and the girls were nervous about it, but I reminded them that I'd be around to help them feel safe, and we ended up signing the lease. My girlfriend became really good friends with both of them, and all four of us hung out all the time. One very drunken night, one of my roommates tried to kiss me. It came out of nowhere, and I immediately shut her down. I told my girlfriend what happened that night, and she was understandably very sad. The next day, my roommate apologized and blamed it on the alcohol, but also said she was hurt by my rejection. I told her I love my girlfriend very much. She said she quote unquote needed to hear that. We were civil to each other, but after that, obviously the roommate hangouts came to an end. My girlfriend and I talked and she said she wouldn't be comfortable with this woman and I being anything more than roommates. Not friends, just roommates who are polite to each other. I totally agreed. Since then, I haven't spent much time at my apartment. My girlfriend lives alone and we hang out at hers. In the past three and a half months, I've maybe slept at my apartment three times. I still pay rent and my share of the utilities. I'm not doing this because my girlfriend doesn't like me being there or anything. I'm doing this because I like being around my girlfriend and my apartment feels awkward now. So it's a win-win. This roommate contacted my girlfriend to apologize and my girlfriend with a heart of gold told her that everybody makes mistakes. However, she stressed that she didn't see her as a friend anymore. Do you have any initial thoughts? Um, no, I don't have any initial. Th- I mean, not not necessarily. I'm I'm curious as to where this goes because it's relatively straightforward, even though there is some stuff to dive into. But yeah, go keep going. The other day, my roommates messaged me to tell me that they missed having me around. They also mentioned that last week one roommate was assaulted outside of the apartment, and the other has been followed home multiple times from the bus stop. Whenever I was around, I had no problem stepping outside to smoke at night with them, walking them to the grocery store, meeting them at the bus stop, etc. I told them I was really sorry these things had happened to them, but that things had changed and I wouldn't be around to help them out like that anymore. They both mentioned that was pretty upsetting since they hadn't wanted to live in the neighborhood until I quote unquote convinced them. I hadn't really convinced them. I made a comment in passing. My girlfriend was sympathetic to the last point and reminded me that she trusts me and I'm free to go be at my place. I just, honestly, I don't want to. I like being at hers, and she says she likes me being at hers too. But I don't know how to navigate this situation now. I understand their point, but I don't know what the right thing to do is. I can't move for the time being, and neither can the girls, since we're locked into our lease until May. For context, that's five months from when this post was written. How should I handle this? So... Is this user obligated to spend more time at their apartment? First, I want to note that they clearly made this their handle just for this one question. Absolutely. Maybe that's more common than I have noticed, but this one's very obvious. Roommate, arg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think this this is one of those interesting ones where like this person seems to be struggling with what to do and they were like, well, I'll go to Reddit. Yeah, and make a make a handle. Um, man, this is a tough one. There is a part of me 
that thinks you you told them that you would be like a protector figure at the home. They must have known that couldn't have last forever and protect them in all situations. Like you're not Batman. You can't just like show up every time someone's like being stalked in an alley. Like that's just not the world that we all live in. And they probably shouldn't have moved into the apartment with you thinking that you could protect them from anything, any kind of harm. So I think you need to live your life. And if they feel like, hey, <clears throat> the level of protection you're providing isn't enough, then like figure out a way to sublet the apartment or figure something else out or, you know, unfortunately just wait the five months. <sighs> okay. And then the other part of this, there there's theoretically like the roommate, the two roommates were like one, you know, one of them clear sounds like she likes the, the guy. Yeah. I mean, she, there could be some motivation said like I'm hurt by your rejection and I needed to know for sure that you had the, the feelings she that you really did likes, for your she likes girlfriend. him. And they and, and the other one might have really been close with him, too, and felt like, man, you're never around anymore. And we both like you and want you to be around. She one of them might have like romantic feelings. and One might have like, you know, whatever big brother or brother like feelings. Anything other than roommate to roommate relationships can be hard. Like I've lived with my best friends and they're challenging relationships to have living with someone. Do you think it's right for for him to. And his girlfriend to kind of determine that like now he cannot be friends with this woman. I I don't think that needs to be the case. I I would I would understand that you there needs to be a level of arm's length. I a hundred percent like maybe don't get really drunk with her anymore. Maybe keep it like keep it Mike Pence like. <laughs> <laughs> keep it like Pence is the yeah. Keep it Pence. I keep day. it a hundred percent Pence. Oh God. Um, but I I definitely don't think that like you like I've had friends that had crushes on me and we. I knew that and had to like be like, oh, there is a certain procedure I need to go for. Like, like I, I can't do certain things around them or with them yeah, because I don't want to lead them on and hurt them or whatever. Yeah. And, and then like, likewise, like if I had a crush on a, a friend and like she was non reciprocal, I had to like figure out what that meant for me to be friends with her, you know? Right. It may take a little bit of a conversation and it sounds like they've had like some open communication, like. The girl reached out to your girlfriend and said like, hey, I'm really sorry. I want to mend this. Girlfriend's like, I'm not your friend anymore, which is like heart of gold kind of. But, you know, I understand she's not super pissed or super happy that her like essentially like a person she was becoming friends with try to make out with her boyfriend. I actually I think she does have a heart of gold. Setting healthy boundaries with somebody who crossed yeah. a really serious one. Yeah. I think that's absolutely you can still be a lovely person. Yeah. I think even taking the fucking, to be honest, taking the fucking call is being a lovely person. For sure. Your, your friend tried to make out with your boyfriend who he, she lives with. <sighs> yeah. That's rough stuff. And then like, you are allowed to say, yeah, like I'm bummed out. That sucks. I thought we were closer than that. And I understand you were drunk, but like, I can't really have people in my life who treat the seriousness of my relationship and my life and the consequences so cavalierly. Like, yeah, it sucks. It does suck. Do you think he should just be explicit about what's going on? I think there seems to be like some caginess around the fact that there are two roommates in this situation and only one sort of violated the terms of a, a healthy friendship. Yeah. There's this bystander and... I don't know. Do you think it is appropriate for him to say, listen, if that hadn't happened, like I would feel differently. But unfortunately, like friend who wasn't involved, 
I can't support you in this or I don't, you know, I don't know how to be in this yeah, and like, living situation yeah, anymore because of that. I do think that that's, or not only that, but also be like, look, I have a certain, I have like new boundaries around our other roommate because this happened. And I am a sorry those are affecting you as well. Right. But that's kind of the nature of the beast, right? Yeah, like, it's like at the end of the day, like we were all in this like agreement and that agreement changed when she did that. Yeah. And I don't think it's wrong to to change that agreement. Like it's just the unfortunate consequences of like being sloppy around the house and like catching feelings for your roommate. Let's hear what the Redditors have to say. Yeah, I would love to. User the Reddit girl 15 replies, they don't miss you. They miss having a bodyguard. At the same time, you did kind of convince them to sign the lease. <laughs> they were worried about their safety and you literally told them you would be there to keep them safe. It seems the only reason they agreed to move in is because they would have a man around to protect them. If you don't plan to go back there anytime soon, they need to move out of that neighborhood as soon as they get a chance. I, I do feel like that's the one part where it seems like OP says, I told them I would be around. And then when they call him out on it, he's like, I just, you know, casually mentioned I would be around. I do feel like there's something he did. Yeah. To this weird, like obligation to these friends because of the nature of the living. Yeah, situation. He's like caught in this weird limbo of like, I don't want to be around anymore because it's fucking awkward that my roommate tried to make out with me. And I did say that I was going to protect them. And I am kind of friends with the other one, too. And oh, yeah, by the way, like, I don't want to piss my like, I mean, it seems like he wants to show his girlfriend like I'm on your side. I like I am not interested in like what's going on there. You know, I don't want to be like any I don't want to get any closer to them. No matter what, if someone tried to make out with me and I told you it would bring up emotions and it would be like it wouldn't just be like a like. Oh, you're absolved. You, you're good. Like, even though I didn't do anything wrong, it still brings up emotions and it's still hard, you know? And I think, I don't know, like those things can just be like, what What did you do to get her to kiss, to try and kiss you? Or like, did you guys kiss? And you're just telling me this to get out of it. Like, there's so much around it that could be um, hard to deal with. And maybe he's over correcting. I, I mean, I think that's reading a lot into the situation. Sure, that's, what I, that's what I do, I think, baby. <laughs> I think he was... Pretty clear that like his girlfriend seems to have processed it and she's just set her boundaries. Yeah, that's true. She, I mean, he's not saying, oh, it's really complicated with my girlfriend now. He's like, no, she's like, you're fine. Like you can live at your house. You can yeah, that is true. The girlfriend room. is being pretty cool. You can stay, you know, roommates with these people. I she's just not drawing a line in the sand I don't feel comfortable with you being friends with a woman who has clearly taken advantage of that friendship when it's, you she, know. She hasn't even said that. She just doesn't want to be friends with them. No, she says. She says to him, you can't be friends with her. Oh, really? Okay. This is why you need to read them because you, you said to me, yeah, I totally heard it. I did. Everything but that. <laughs> so is he obligated? Is he obligated to these women? Ah. <sighs> That's so hard. Cause like, what does that even mean? Like, does he have to do like 20 hours a week of guard duty? Like <laughs> if he is, maybe if he is obligated, like what kind of agreement does he need to fulfill? I would say he, That's I don't, a good point. I honestly don't think he is obligated. I think he's obligated as much as his consciousness, his conscience wants him to be. Um, 
you know, at the end of the day, like he could spend every second with them and then like something could still happen. One of them could still get in in a bad situation. Well, right? and, and mean, at the end just, of the day before, I'm guessing he wasn't spending every single night at that apartment. Right. He wasn't like fighting off perpetrators on a regular basis. Right. And then like he just like left his tower. Okay. User root beer is my game says tight. I think they should find another male roommate and I don't buy the drunk excuse. I'm so tired of people saying I was so drunk. Bullshit. If you do something unacceptable, sober or drunk, there are consequences. She fucked up a good situation by being extremely disrespectful to your girlfriend and trying to ruin the commitment you have to each other. Don't fuck with other people and they'll stick around. Fuck with them and they'll leave. Pretty simple. I mean, he's not wrong. Too harsh? He's too harsh, but he isn't wrong. Like being drunk being drunk only made her do something she wanted to do. Fact. Straight up. Straight up fact. I mean, she wants to bone him. She wants to be in a relationship with him. She's had feelings for him for a while. That doesn't just happen overnight. Like you, when you're living with somebody, I've been in this situation. Like I absolutely have had feelings for my roommates. I've had feelings for my friends, room, my roommates' friends who come over. And like I've made it messy. Like I know. Getting drunk lowers your inhibition. Yeah, it just makes you still have to have that exactly. You know that want, that baseline want. Yeah, what you do drunk matters. Like it's your drunkenness does not mean anything. Like just assume that like it's like you were wearing a red sweater that day. Like oh, but I was wearing a red sweater. Nobody gives a fuck. You were drunk and you did something stupid. The problem is, is that like I don't know what the problem is. (laughs) I think the problem is that one roommate likes the other roommate. Well, yeah, but I like, mean, I, she needs to unlike him somehow. Well, I don't even think that will solve it at this point. Like, I think that's no, the point yeah, that, that, that this this redditor was saying is this shit person happened. It's all yeah, yeah. shit happened. So it's kind of like you you cross this you cross certain bridges, and it's you you kind of have it's really a complete it's completely the other person's just temperament and principles and the way they wanted to live their life, whether or not you're still in their life. Because like that thing that you did is actually like one of those all like those ultimate lines where it's like you cross it, they get to say fuck off forever. You wanted a shot at the champ. You wanted a shot at the champ. You wanted to take what was hers and replace her. I also want to just point out that the Redditor, the person who wrote this, sort of just glossed over an assault. He was sort of like... What do you mean? There's like, they reached out and said that they miss me and want my protection. One of them got assaulted. Like, says it like kind of like, sounds a little cavalier. Oh, you mean OP? Yeah. 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 I I do think that the word assault was like a real big, like, why are we not diving into that a bit more? Like, I, I think that's a good point. I actually have the opinion of if you've been assaulted... In your neighborhood. And I mean, like, physically, there has been violence perpetrated against you. You know what? All bets are off. Like, no worries about whether or not you get another male roommate. Like, these are serious. That's a serious and extreme situation that you need to get yourself out of. Yeah. Fucking irrespective of whether or not you have a male roommate. Like, that's just not, like, he's he's not not going to stop your, your, like, a potential assault. And, like, that is, that's so dangerous and leads to serious trauma. And, like, I just think... I've been followed home from the train before. I've been catcalled. I've been I've been I've been in a lot of those like close call scenarios where you're just like that person's acting strange and I feel I feel uncomfortable and I'm alone. Like that's valid. That happens and that can be enough. That can be enough to say I don't want to live here anymore. 
I've never been assaulted. And I will tell you right now, if I am assaulted like by a stranger on my way home, like it's going to fundamentally change the way I, I feel about why, my I neighborhood. I don't know why women don't carry like knives with them all the time. I mean, a lot of women carry mace with them yeah. right, routinely. I would carry a knife with me if I were a woman. <laughs> like I really respect my friends who carry mace with them and like are super safe. Um, I... I know this is going to sound so privileged. It is super privileged. I don't want to live in that world. And so I don't start my day with that framework. Like, I, 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 I don't want I don't want to be like every time I go outside, I'm like, well, got to make sure I'm armed because somebody's going to potentially assault me. It's also not a problem for you as of right now. You know, like you're not it's not like confronting you constantly. Well, and like, I, I guess I also have like I have come from a privileged background where I haven't like been in scenarios where I've been threatened that often to be totally fair. Yeah. Like my I was talking to a friend the other day about running and she was saying, you know, I wear my hair in a ponytail while I run, but or while I'm working out, but I tuck it in if I'm outside in public because people can pull on your ponytail and like pull you to the ground. ground. Yeah. And like, I, it just like, it makes perfect sense. And I'm like, oh my God, you're totally right. And I'm sure I've heard that story before, but like I, I've worn my hair in a ponytail for, you know, the duration, the majority of my athletic career and like done most of that outside in public. I've been a runner since I was 10 and I've never once thought to do that. So clearly I'm coming from a privileged place if I'm like, I don't even, I wouldn't have even have thought to do that. Yes. And some people have a different mindset of how they just well, like that's what I'm saying. approach the world. I also think that like if I got assaulted, I have a different mindset. The, yeah. I, I, yeah. That makes more you sense. You know what I mean? Like the day I get assaulted, I'm going to be like, fuck that. I'm having mace and, sure. you know, keeping my hair short or whatever. Sure. Let's go to the TLDR. Cool. I am going to try to actually do TLDRs from now on out. It's really hard. Is okay. my criticism of your TLDR getting to you? Or no, it's what? not. It's you're, you're, you're just right. It's not that it's a criticism that like somehow I'm like, oh, I don't want to be criticized anymore. I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. And now I'm going to actually try to do it. But I'm just I'm hesitant because I feel like often it comes across very like blunt. Which is OK. We just we just spent 20 minutes talking unblunting it okay tldr let your roommates know you're willing to remove yourself from the lease if they find someone else to live with otherwise you'll be spending the majority of your time with your partner until the lease is up if your roommate is really remorseful she'll not only respect this boundary but take responsibility for its impact on your other roommate 100 percent. that's the I, thing i mean i think that's like at the end of the day like he's not the bad guy in this scenario no and that's the, and like, I don't like I'm not going to say like she's a terrible person. She made a mistake. She caught feelings for her roommate. These are all things that we can all relate to. Yeah. I don't know. I also I, I guess like, go to a bar and meet like a bouncer and start dating him until <laughs> your lease is up. I don't know. I don't have to tell you. I kind of like it, it, if I were friends with those two women, those two female roommates that he's discussing, he's living with, I would sit them down and have a little conversation with them, especially the one who violated the terms of the relationship. I'd be like, you don't get to, you don't get to like guilt trip him into fucking living with you yeah, guys you again. you don't get to call me back home. Yeah, like you don't get to l text him and say, 
hey, we really want to have you around. Also, where it's dangerous and it's, you know, it's less dangerous if you're here. And, you know, it's like, and you did say you'd be around. Like, come on, guys, grow up. One, outside of what occurred between the roommates, you are an adult and you need to learn how to fix your own problems. You can say, hey, we are very uncomfortable living here without getting a roommate, a male roommate who's going to be here more more frequently until our lease is up. We've already talked to our landlord about breaking our lease because of the assault and other situations we face, and that's not an option. So this is our fallback plan. If you want to live here, we we really do need to see more of you because we don't feel comfortable here. That's like one distinct conversation. And that's pragmatism and that's like necessity. Mm-hmm. But when you couple it with also you're our friend, there's this weird like underlying guilt trip of like, you're my friend. Why aren't you doing this for me? And you feel uncomfortable for a really good reason. Like you don't want to be here because one of the two of us has tried to get you cheat to cheat on your girlfriend. Yeah, had designs on you. Like, I think that even the other roommate needs to come come into this and be a God, you know, have some reason and be like, listen, like this is going to be, this is that we've kind of, we're kind of in this hard place yeah, now. The person who's like truly been screwed over. Yeah. The, the, the forgotten, third, <laughs> forgotten roommate. And so it's like, I don't, again, I, I, it sucks that he's in this position, but I also, this just doesn't seem like his problem to solve. No. And relationships end. He doesn't want to. Yeah. He's, he's, he's moved on. He's regardless of what his girlfriend wants or what any of the roommates want. He's moved on. He's like, that person tried to hook up with me. Not into her. I'm happy to not have her in my life anymore. Yep. And that's a bummer, but that's what it is. That's what it is. All right. Dun, dun, dun. That was like, a, that was like we both were like, kind of like, bam, that's what it is. I mean, I. But that's what it is. Yeah. And I also like, I've been in this. I mean, I've been the bad guy in this situation. So I, I mean, I'm not saying she's a terrible person. I just like, as an adult who's been, who's been on both sides. I mean, I haven't, I don't know if I've been on his side, but I've definitely had people violate boundaries and like not set good ones for myself afterward. And I'm like proud of him. This has been great, Andy. Let's do this again. We'll do this again. Fresh Out of Experts is a production of Narrowest a website exploring what makes podcasting similar to and deeply different from what came before. You can find more about the show at narrowest.news and at narrowest on social. That's N-A-R-R-O-W-I-S-T. Our theme music is Only Notes, courtesy of Broke for Free. Additional music is Contents Under Pressure by Paradox Hip Hop. If you enjoy Fresh Out of Experts, please subscribe, rate, or review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does make a difference. See you next time.